0: Uh, do I always find that the reason? I I don't know. It's
1: I laugh every time.
0: Well, I always have to say it in a stupid American accent, so I think what if going try an Irish accent tonight for, just for fun. Please. Do we have to try or is it just going to be you? Yes. I, no, I want to hear what you do. Oh, God. If I, okay, it'd be like, uh, clop. <laughs> jump, jump, jump in the DS. I'll do a solo first. <laughs> Zach, type me in. Ready?
2: One, two, three. Clop. Uh, <laughs> let's try it together now, guys. Okay. One, two, oh, three. God.
3: Oh, ah. Someone said clop. We all said clop, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Fucking shite.
2: It's, uh, this is a good Monday. I've slept two hours in the past. I had a bachelor party and then Christian uh, did what he did in front of everyone. On Game of Thrones, Sunday night. Hi. Thanks for coming back, man.
0: Thank you for having me on this specialist occasion. It's a specialist occasion. How's your day been
2: so far? A little busy?
0: I've been toasting marshmallows on my phone.
2: Toasted ravioli?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been an intense telecommunication day. Eric texted me
2: earlier today, and he just wrote, he said, Remember Hodor Week? Oh, that was a long time ago. It really was a long time ago. <laughs> a lot's happened since then. And then <laughs> yeah, shit. I found out that the only reason he texted me that was because he was in 7-Eleven at the time and they have uh, Shark Week promotions in store.
4: They <laughs> <laughs> do. It's it's coming up, guys. It's in another month. But uh, fortunately, we didn't have to wait till till June 26th to, to get Christian back on.
3: And Christian, we, we thought in in honor of this episode, we would order some White Castle. <laughs>
4: oh, really? Where's the White yeah. Castle? It's in the fridge.
2: <laughs> Where it belongs Where it's gonna
4: stay. So the last time we were
2: all together was in New York City, and uh that was also a very auspicious and fun occasion. But now I think while we're happy to be speaking at the same time and we're really happy to have you, and I'm sure the listeners out there are very excited to hear you uh say many
0: words. Uh it's I mean, sad, you know? It is sad. There's no it's, it's been a, it's been a sad day, I'm not gonna lie. Um yeah i didn't expect it to be so much it's been a year of basically keeping my mouth shut which has been very very difficult i have to say because i'm really bad at it actually (laughs) (laughs) um so it's almost like i've cleared a blockage now but yeah it feels like the end of something which obviously it is but you know i'll be okay guys I've got money and stuff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> did you did you know about the Genesis, the origin story of the White Walkers? I did not. So you you found that out because I know that with you just you, guys... you watched it at home, right, with your mom tonight. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean no, that's a that's a lie. I read I read it in the scripts, but I didn't really pay much attention to <laughs> the other parts of the script. Just fast forward to the parts.
1: Got to focus on memorizing your lines.
0: Oh, that's an old joke. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm gonna. I'm not feel i am i am not going to let you away with that. I'm afraid. It's a really, <laughs> really old joke. Yeah, six years old. How to get a fucking
4: yeah?
1: Line. But it was funnier when I said it, right? Like, right? It was.
0: Not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one qualified here. Years, not. <laughs> You're definitely so. the most qualified.
1: <laughs> I tried. I tried. Love you, Hannah. <laughs> how about, I tried.
4: <laughs> how about the, the character of Hodor, though? You always played him with such depth. There was always meaning behind each, of the, each, each, each and every Hodor. To find out that, that there is meaning behind it, to find out this, this entire this tragic sort of origin of Hodor and death of, of Willis, we kind of got two deaths in that same character.
0: One thing I wanted for Hodor out of this whole series is that A, he was explained... People knew who he was and what he was about. And also he had a good death. And I'm so happy with how it played out. Um I couldn't be happier, to be honest. Um it was it, it a was fantastic scene to film. Um was extremely emotional. Um, it was physically taxing as well, which was great. I mean it it all sort of made it very real. Um in fact, one of the scars on my face was actually real. <laughs> I, had a, I had a massive scab in the middle of my forehead. Mm. And it was very, it was absolutely delightful. So that wasn't that wasn't CGI. Well, the stunt guys kept knocking it off. <laughs> so it was just a sort of blade all over the place, which is kind of lovely. they probably got <like> hepatitis now. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't expected White Walkers with hepatitis.
4: Yeah, yeah, it's your memento from, from the Thrones experience.
2: experience.
0: <laughs>
4: you made me cry,
0: dude. Really, mom, I find that very difficult to believe because I've never seen human emotions.
2: Well, it happened last night, and <laughs> it wasn't small. Really, mom? I promise. This was—I was watching it, and uh, everything started to happen. And I think a lot of it was also Sam's phenomenal performance as well. Yeah, Sam's—he killed it. He—it was—it was happening, and I—I um, I felt like the the misty eyes thing happening, and I was like okay, well, I understand this is emotional and I care a lot about it, a lot about it. So this makes a lot of sense. And and this is my friend. And like, look what's happening right now. Uh, I care, I care, I care. And um, when, when I think when he shifted from saying hold the door to Hodor, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like thinking about it right now, I'm getting goosebumps. When it shifted and the credits soon after went to black, that's when it happened. And it was like, it was real. It wasn't. It wasn't like a
0: little bit. Yeah, well, I, I really appreciate that. I'm, I'm glad. Not, not glad that I made you cry. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. But no, it was, it's, it's been a very fun thing to be a part of. I mean, art is
2: supposed to make us feel emotion, right? And that made millions of people last night and today um, collectively feel something. And you had such an instrumental part of that. It was your journey from the beginning. It was from the moment that you were cast uh, and carrying yourself in your personal life and in your professional life as an actor through Game of Thrones as Hodor and uh, culminating in that moment. You you patiently, along with, with Isaac, did not take part in season five and returned for season six to the applause of the collective audience just so happy that you guys were back. And then not soon after, this happens. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> <laughs> Only Game Thrones, i know i wanted to ask what was what was that like sort of when the season off and and were you told hey there there's more for you but 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 just wait like <laughs> we have to, to get go go hit the hey travel the world djing for a year and we'll get back to you is that was it worked in your contract or or how did that really work out
0: well i we don't we, we don't get all our scripts at the same time. Um, just, uh, I think it's pretty random actually I, th- I think it depends when you start filming actually and I started to hear some rumours from some of my friends and I just sort of I'm not going to name any names because we're not really supposed to talk at school um, right. but I, I kind of sort of cornered one of them and said so what, what's this, am I going to die? and they were like Uh Yes. So
2: you weren't pulled aside beforehand.
0: No, they, they do pull you aside, but I mean, I sort of preempted all this by being nosy. <laughs> right, so you preempted the aside. Yeah, I didn't give them a chance. <laughs> um, I did my own homework and uh, I found it out, and then I did get the, I got the very the the ominous call from D&D, saying that you're not going to make it to the end of the season. Uh, which, 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 I know, sounds so tragic, which, which everyone gets, um, just like they told me on the first day that I ever met them, they said that Hodor was going to be somewhat of a cultural phenomenon. I didn't really believe them. Um, they also told me that it was probably going to be the death of a very a poignant death in the entire season, the entire collection of seasons. And I sort of didn't believe it either. And then I read it, and I was like, oh.
3: Yeah. This is poignant. I was going to say, and and I mentioned this on, on the last episode, it kind of ties into the what Zach had just said earlier, is that I don't think I've felt that level of devastation watching an episode since going all the way back to season one uh with with Baylor when Ned loses his head and just the complete awe and shock afterwards i mean devastation it's it's just it it shakes you to watch that and you just did such an amazing job um portraying it well, I don't know if it's the truth for you guys, but
0: um to me winterfell feels like the winterfell of, of season one feels like a, a safe haven in my head over the over the course of the series has been slowly fucking eroded away by acid mm-hmm. and <laughs> death and like hodor and ned stark and i uh, just watch all these people slowly die and Asha and you know it's just that little happy place is slowly being demolished uh, and the fact yeah. that you like, currently have you have the devil's son residing currently in it also. It's just, it's just a kick in the, the nods really. Yeah. And that's what the show's so good at. And I, I think that's why. It just it feels like your little safe place is being gnawed away at. Uh, there's so little of it left now. <laughs>
4: that's true enough. I mean, this
0: this tree, this wherewood,
4: this stronghold at the end of the world, you know, so far north with the Children of the Forest, possibly the last remaining Children of the Forest, too. I mean, that just that got destroyed. There there are fewer and fewer safe places every episode.
0: And has Bran really I don't, I don't know what happens after this, but has Bran really figured out what he's done yet? Not only has he killed Bodur, he's killed uh Summer, <laughs> he's wiped out an entire race of, of green people. And he's killed the Raven. <laughs> well I All because he's bored.
3: I I think Isaac summed it up really well with his tweet where he just said, Nice one, Bran. <laughs> <laughs> That was
0: that was perfect. You couldn't have got any more perfect than that. You guys knew that weeks ago. You're so cruel.
2: What? These emotions that you knew were going to come out of people, you know, just sitting there with that information. just
0: da, da, da. How many more are you sitting on, Christian? <sighs> well, if it makes you feel any better, Isaac and I are going to see the screener of Warcraft on Wednesday. <laughs> Someone has to shout, hold the door at us. They just have to. I'd be really disappointed. Evidence. i have
4: uh, I have something to share with the call uh on skype this was I just found this on on social you know social media the day after a big uh media event goes crazy and this was sort of my favorite uh that I saw and I saw this like while we were sitting down to record and see if you guys get it.
0: The door wedge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen these all. I people delight in showing me these things. <laughs> I, I literally had to turn off the messages on my uh, Facebook profile. It's like a little show and tell for people. It's like, "Have you seen this?" And i like, yeah, oh, 30, <laughs> thirty-seven thousand times. But yes, oh, I, lo- I love that. I love that. But I am human. I, I do. I, I do have. I'm not a door. I'm a. I'm a, I'm a I'm not as patient as Woodward <laughs> so I'm the not. answer to everyone's question is
4: yes he's seen it
2: Then <laughs> you knew for a long time that something spectacular or interesting or at least feeling invoking would uh, would happen to your character
0: I, I, I felt it I, I felt it in my water um, that, that's a horrible expression I apologize
4: <laughs> in your water <laughs> Long story. (laughs) Is that like Jurassic Park when the T-Rex
0: is coming and you... It's like,
4: oh. You have
2: to read Dune.
0: No, I I think it might be an Irish or UK thing. Um, People who are listening, correct me if I'm wrong. But it kind of means you feel it in your urine. (laughs) That's what that means. Yeah, I I feel it in your your bladder. It's like a bad
4: feeling. So it's in your gut, kind of. Might be where the the same expressions of... Yeah, nearby, around the neighborhood, around the corner.
2: Did any of that inform the way that you portrayed him in seasons prior. What, um, water? No, no, the response... Was- <laughs>
4: <laughs> Were you peeing regularly at the time of filming? What was the question?
3: Did your urine inform the way that you <laughs> uh portrayed yeah. Hodor, Hodor Will in it's... these last few seasons?
0: Oh, no. okay, yes, I definitely knew something big was going to happen. I always felt that, you know, people always made the joke that he's going to sit on the Iron Throne, you know, or he's going to be Azor high or he's going to be like... Leader of the White Walkers Targaryen. or something like that. Yeah, the White Walkers
1: could still be real.
0: That's actually pretty true. Would you come back for that? Would I come back to the biggest show in the world for another yes, season to lead the White Walkers? Would if you If you have time? Are you seriously asking me that? Of course I would. <laughs> gonna... Yes, of course I would. But yeah, no spoilers there. I Have no idea. Uh, I, I think he's dead. To be honest, I, I really just actually I would almost rather he was. Just I think it's such a good way, good way just to leave it. That's true. But anyway, yeah, I always thought that something big was going to happen. There was no real point in having them there, just to be like some sort of beast of burden, like a donkey. You might as well have had a donkey. Yeah. If there was no other reason to have you him there. You pay and, a donkey way less as well. Yeah, exactly. And just CGI some donkey. Yeah. George, I find, no matter how small a character, he just has a way to make them important. It's clever. It's he, so good.
2: This opens up just a ridiculous paradox with your character, and the question of time travel. And I'm not sure what, because we haven't talked about this no. yet, but I'm not sure how you feel about uh, maybe Willis' future without Bran having spoken to him or without Bran having gone there. And obviously, since the the ink is dry, it's already happened. But, I mean, do you think that Hodor would have always been Hodor if, if this hadn't have happened? Yeah, you see,
0: <laughs> But who says he did change anything? Maybe he always had done this. He always went back in time and maybe he always affected Hodor. Yeah. You
3: know,
0: there's so many ways to look at it. And I love that. I, I love a bit of a enigma. Like, I, I think people have had enough explained to be kind of satisfying, but there's also a little to discuss as well.
2: I just find it so poetically fitting that Jack Bender was brought into this episode that really opened up what we think like the things that we always assumed that would happen with game of Thrones. And we, we guessed with brands powers in the great North that we would start getting to some really deep, not only just, just time changing things, but, but the mechanics of the storytelling being shifted around and with the work that Jack was given on lost and the sort of cultural impact that lost had on so many people. Um, I just, it was such a fitting choice. Yeah, and
0: Jack was, um, one of my favorite directors to work with actually, um, He really had a very specific vision of how he wanted the scene to play out. And it was an immensely complicated scene to splice together. I'm sure you can imagine. There's so many different elements which had to marry up. And obviously, when I was reacting to being hit by the White Walker, by the the whites and stuff in the door, they weren't really there. Most of them weren't really there. But um, Jack would be standing just off camera like pushing me and punching me <laughs> not really <laughs> you know making sure I was reacting in the correct way reminding you what's happening in Winterfell right now <laughs> yeah several years in the past so he was like fully beat me up uh, just off camera yeah it really helped actually it really it really helped the performance I think really nice guy it's the first time that the show has gone in that direction
2: so I can imagine it was, you know like showing not only flashbacks being a, a concept that just isn't Gone into with Game of Thrones, but but to be gone into in this way, um, cut yeah. back and forth between something that's happening in the present to the same character.
0: Yeah,
4: yeah, it's it's kind of new territory, isn't it? And who knew who knew that the Tower of Joy, uh, sequence from earlier this season when Bran calls out to his father and his father may or may not hear him. Who knew that that was setting up this where Bran actually is affecting the past in such he can. And he wargs into previous Hodor and he's, he's stuck between it. That the Tower of Joy, which everyone was looking forward to, was a setup for this scene. Yeah. Like, essentially, that's crazy to me. That's so backwards and crazy in a cool way.
0: But surely the Tower of Joy, you're going to have to revisit that at some stage. There's so much stuff tied up there. Micah thinks yeah. that Hodor is in the Tower
3: with Leana. Well, oh, really? Do we
1: still think that anymore? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well,
3: I might have to uh have to go back on that one.
1: In a couple weeks, yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe you could be, it.
3: right? You could be holding out and just uh
1: holding not that door us.
3: too. It's going to be a huge surprise episode 10. Jeez.
0: Surprise. Jeez. <laughs> That's awesome. But
3: what about that fact though? Cuz what really kind of blew my mind was the fact that Hodor had these relationships or Willis had these relationships with the Starks, with with Ned, with Liana, with Benjen, and you really got a sense for the fact that this family deeply cared about him and still continue to deeply care about him as the story progressed, as we know it, uh, with, with Ned and his children.
0: Yeah. I mean, that was nice. Nice to know he just wasn't the help. You know, right. <laughs> it makes him feel more involved in the storyline as well. Obviously, it was, it was also nice, you know, they haven't really mentioned him ever in the show as being a stable boy. Um, and it was nice to see him with a horse. You know, it was, it was sort of like a little nod a little nod to the book origin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I really have one question coming off of
4: last night. I rewatched uh, the the children's scenes. Actually, okay, I have two questions. One of them is a yeah. joke. Uh, the one question <laughs> that I was going to say I had. You can't say it's a joke.
3: <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> that right. kind of all defeats right. the purpose. I
4: screwed this up. All right, I'm going to tell the not joke one then. Um, is it a knock knock so, joke? So did you did you get much time with with the children? Were they real? Were they played live? Was that the joke question? <laughs> no, the joke. Ju- <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> the The other question I had, we'll get back to the children. The other question I had, this is from this this is from this episode. How? And I really want to know. So please, please, please think deeply okay. uh, about this. But how how does Hodor like his eggs? Um. <laughs> Boiled, fried up with some butter. Rasher of bacon, uh, some blood sausage. Over
0: easy, yeah, he does. Over easy. Just like an weapon. Totally like so
4: so not true, By the way, you can put like over easy. You can you can um, puncture the the center of the egg and then spread it over the toast, right? The yolk, if you will.
0: <laughs> yes, you, you can puncture the yolk. And...
4: So so back to the back to the children. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, cook.
0: that's that's really, that's a day over on that question.
4: <laughs> the children of the of the forest. What extent? <laughs> to what extent were they actual actors uh, portraying the the characters and in, in, in heavy, I assume, prosthetic? Um, and did you get any time with, with
0: them, talking with them on set, that kind of thing? Because of the fact that they were 100% real actors with no CGI whatsoever.
4: Oh, thank you. Okay. Um,
0: we uh, didn't really get to spend much time with them because they were constantly being put in and out of costume. And it took a long time to get them ready, like, hours they would be there at like 3 a.m in the morning getting ready so they had a whole separate unit of of dressers and wardrobe people um but I, i'm pleased to say it was all real um
3: it was all just uh actresses dressed up and prosthetics amazing
1: that's really cool
3: uh serious question here did you meet the knight's king and is he as cool as he looks on tv I'm afraid to say that I have never met the Night
0: King, so I am unable to answer the second part of your question. What's your favorite color? My favorite color is Pierce. Mm, That's a wonderful color. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's kind of in
2: between purple and pink. Mm, it's right there in the middle. <laughs> so, this season, the door, the door, was this your most challenging scene to film? I'm thinking of
0: Locke, and there might be some competition there, but this was. <sighs> Depends on what you. If you're talking about. Challenging as an actor, challenging as a person, who has to do a lot of physical work, or what? What? What sort of way? Challenging as an actor, yes, this would have been um up there as far as physical work. No, not really. The worst scene for that would have been the one where uh, Tyrion presents Bran with the saddle plans. Mm-hmm. That was horrific. Mm. That was a day of carrying a child up and down a hall, maybe seventy, seventy, eighty times. <laughs> that that was that was hardcore. But yeah, between the lock and this one, that would have been probably the most intense acting-wise. I just thought about the scene and got sad again. It is sad. I mean, all joking aside, I don't know whether to joke about it or. It it is making me very sad. And even my mother. It is. My mother was. Sort of holding off from watching it. She just she couldn't bring herself to watch it. She's been spending all day looking through all the tweets and stuff and getting all sad about it. Dude, you got uh, my grandma like upset. Oh, that's a bad thing. I didn't want to upset your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> what a horrible thing to tell me. I'm sorry, but it's true.
2: You did this. <laughs> I'm just glad that this happened with this character. Hodor. No one. All men must die, right? And all yeah. no, like we don't want the characters we love to die. But if if it's gonna happen. Uh, and, it, and it does,
0: but if it's gonna happen,
2: save those that are important to you. Exactly, and, and you that's know, what, what
0: he did. Hodor is never gonna be one of the main characters, and you know the other the other prospect is Bran maybe becomes all powerful or it gets a huge storyline, and Hodor just disappears <laughs> off at the end of the at the end of the season. Nothing really big happens to him. This is far better for me, far better for the character. You know, he gets to make a mark. He gets to die in a way which I feel Hodor would be happy with. But my question is where
2: does Hodor feasibly fit into the story as a character because he is he is so good. He is so good to his core and and the characters that we love and support in this series people like Bran for example mm. all have their streaks of humanity but it seems like like Willis was Well, I mean, I think one thing that we're not talking about from this episode is the true uh, joy and glee in that that moment that Mira and Hodor had sharing uh, in in the tree in this same episode. Yeah. And
4: uh, we might get to go home and have eggs. Yeah.
2: And we got to see, you know, this wasn't he wasn't trying to to be in a good mood or to try to be someone's friend. Like he's just part of a conversation. Feeling it out, smiling and laughing legitimately, yeah. and uh, had nothing right. like, nothing—in his back back pocket. There was no purpose for his kindness,
1: especially if we're assuming that Hodor knew all along what his fate would be in this weird time travel circle that has been presented with us. The fact that he was able to continue to have this kind, sweet,
0: cheery, cheery me.
1: manner about him in situations where he knew possibly eventually this was going to be his fate,
0: yeah. Yeah, is he's a solid guy. But to me, the to me the setup with the, the the chat about the bacon and the sausages and stuff, that to me that was the HBO way. That was like, you know, they're offering you a lovely handshake with a velvet glove and then mm. in, inside <laughs> inside it. the glove there's a fucking ten thousand volts. You know? <laughs> that's right. That to me is just, straight to the yeah, heart. Straight to the heart. That's the that's the HBO way. <laughs> you looked really happy. I was happy. Well, he scene. was happy. I was happy. I do like sausages. (laughs) Uh, No one likes a big big sausage like I do. There was no
1: acting there when you had
0: uh, Yeah. Things I never thought I would commit on record. (laughs) Um, You're lying to yourself. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, there's humanity there. That's, I, that's what I, that's what I hope I injected because I believe that I am not a bad person in real life and I I I treasure my my own humanity, and I treasure that in other people, and that's what I hope I brought to Hodor and made him a bit human. Mm.
1: Absolutely,
2: you did. We go through the books and we feel him, and you know the the moments that Hodor feels the most Hodor is when he's walking to for me at least, and maybe everyone has their own narrative. But like when he's walking with Brandon and he's yeah. beating up some old trees with a sword that he found down in the crypts, you know. Like that's that's to me is like this this person that yeah and like
0: it's that one of the scenes where I'm feeding Rickon uh, I'm giving him nuts and stuff you know what I mean that's just Hodor do, do, <laughs> that sounds really wrong <laughs> you know but well probably it, because few, of what preceded it yeah him. it's true right but I mean when he's doing little acts of kindness like that that is Hodor um he's just doing his job
4: I I will say with 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 Hodor it's 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 essentially like there's another scene in it in last night's episode where mm-hmm. the Red Priestess is with Varys and, and and Tyrion and she says uh that that we all have a, a purpose. I quoted the line last night, I wrote it down somewhere, but I forget it now. But there's there's a purpose, there's a reason why we we are who we are and where we are, and you know, getting into thoughts of destiny for for each of these characters. They all serve this purpose. Mira and Jojin and Hodor were with Bran to to support his cause and for hodor it's it's far more personal for hodor it's his his destiny he was he was plucked from the past when he was just you know in winterfell happened to be right there and and when this incident with bran happens his 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 entire purpose from that moment forward was was to hold the door was to protect bran in the future years in the future bran wasn't even born yet right so in a way, there's a, a beauty and a simplicity to having his destiny pointed out, to, pointed to be so clear and 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 simple. Many other characters in this universe would, I, I bet, really wish that their destiny were a little bit more clear for them in that way. But it's it's terrifying and tragic, and and the thought that he could have been something else or somewhere else or done done so many better things or had a choice in the matter, which it doesn't seem that he did. No. You know, so it's it's a beautiful tragic character, but in the way it ties in with, I think, the greater Song of Ice and Fire narrative, with with having a purpose and there being a destiny and and sort of a, a greater purpose for for all of us, even the most minor character. Yeah,
0: that's that's a, that's a good way to put it. That's a really a good way to put it. Uh, one thing that got to me last week was. Um... I didn't get to see Natalia during the filming of this season, and yeah. it was just so sad seeing her so easily dispensed. Yeah, um, I agree. It was, it was, was sad, but it, it was it was sad for me um, to see such a great character. Although, as I say, she she had a better part in the show than in the actual books, I believe. But yeah, it's sad we it have to end mm-hmm. somewhere.
3: I feel like when you need to get rid of characters, you just send them to Ramsey, and <laughs> he takes care of them.
0: Yeah, he's awesome though. Um, Such a great actor.
3: Well, just kind of going off what Eric said, and Eric, you actually mentioned this line last night on the podcast, but I thought it really kind of summed everything up really well. It was said by Jack, and when he says, does death only come for the wicked and leave the decent behind? And Mm. that just really to me summed up the the entire ending of this episode
4: you know it's almost as if the writers really had an idea what they were doing in writing this episode and left these other scenes with dialogue that was relevant to what was coming as if to prepare (laughs) an audience on mass worldwide weird how that (laughs) happened this show is great guys this (laughs) this
0: show is really i'm really glad you enjoyed it like you know, obviously the show has changed so much over the years, and you guys have been there since season one. It's it's just good to hear that you still enjoy it. It
2: doesn't get much better than what happened last night. Did you? I know that you watched it today. Remember the uh, the Greyjoy scenes and how they all flowed together? Uh, uh,
0: yeah, I mean. Uh, to me Gemma Gemma has been one of the most under, underrated actresses and actors in the show. That's uh, really wonderful getting to see her flex her muscles. Oh, she she killed it and yeah. and Alfie killed it. Oh yeah, and, that, and... the watching the the interplay between those two was incredible tonight. Yeah. yeah. So good. And so
2: so that's I mean just to respond to you, I mean of course you would hope that things progress and grow but that's not what normally happens in television because there are years separating you from the the start of that titan if it ever became a titan in the first place and uh, it's 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 difficult to do what game of thrones has done and for what happened last night to a a rather minor character Mm -hmm. from the overall series to shake the foundations of the viewing audience i'm i'm visiting home you know and my my friends last night and today uh, have made a serious point to say, I don't know what happened in that show, but I know something happened <laughs> because people are talking about it, and that's it. Just seems very Red Wedding esque to me. And King Rob wasn't murdered, Catlin wasn't murdered, you know, and there wasn't an onboard child stabbed.
4: I'm more touched by this than I was at the the Red Wedding. I mean, that was shock. This is this is just my heart being yeah. torn out. <laughs> well, thank you, and crushed by a mule. So
1: there's this question that has been. Somebody, a couple of people asked it on our Facebook and on Twitter, um, and that kind of ties into what we've been talking about with just kind of who Hodor is to the core. And one of the questions is, who was actually holding the door? Whether it was Bran w- being warging or whether it was actually Hodor himself, and how we can interpret that scene. Um, I don't know if you have any answer to that. I,
0: I don't have an answer to it, but I well, actually, do you know what? I, I was Hodor in that scene, so let's just take out my words. Gospel, yeah? <laughs> um,
1: no, that
0: sounds good to me. <laughs> um, no, I think it's obviously more of a question for the writers, but the way I interpreted the scene was um the word that he did to get Hodor off his feet was more of a, like a jolt. It was kind of like, come on, get up. Because um, yeah. mm-hmm. he was still fleeing. Hodor was fleeing um, down that, he was terrified running down that corridor. Um, he wasn't like single-mindedly trying to kill these people. He wanted to get the fuck out of there. Um, <laughs> yeah. And like, and it wasn't, Same. it wasn't Bran who asked him to hold the door. It was Mira. And she wasn't working. Um, mm-hmm. he, he just said, he wanted to, himself and his friends to be away from these white walkers. He knows he's got, he's got amazing strength. Um, I just think that he wanted to do the right thing. Um, Bran was not, wor- not he was not controlling him doing the door, but I completely understand that question. Um, but yeah, because it, it wasn't Brand asked him to hold the door or made him do it. It was it was Mira, mm.
1: right? I like that better because I I just the idea that Brand then is also warging into Hodor while holding that door kind of takes away from some of his goodness as as just a human being, and so
0: yeah, it also makes, makes I like makes, that answer Bran a cold murderer.
1: <laughs> Yeah, it makes yeah. him even yeah. worse than we are. Like we're already kind of annoyed at him. At least I am. So that would just make him even worse.
0: No, I, I genuinely believe that you know, because there was fear in Hodor's face as well uh, when he's being slaughtered. It's not as if he was, you know, he he wasn't like a a fearless puppet. Uh, a puppet. You know, he, he yeah. was very much himself. Um, and you saw the sadness in his face. Uh, it's weird. It's weird for me talking as if he's a uh, like a third person. <laughs> But you'll uh, uh, see the sadness in the face when he sees him finally finally go out of sight. And that's when I think he kind of knows, yeah, I can kind of let go of the door now. I'm going to die.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Man, you can't do this to me right now. <laughs>
2: Jeez. I'm like reading the comments, the listeners. Here's a comment. K-N, I hope this reads as a compliment and the highest praise. This is from Amy on Facebook. But there will never be a time when I reread these books that your Hodor will not be Hodor. There is no separation in my
0: imagination. Of course, uh, why would that not be a compliment? That's a huge compliment. I mean, who gets to take <laughs> on a, a legendary literary character? I mean, not saying Hodor is a standout from the book, but we're all we were all the first version of these people outside people's imagination. That's a huge thing. And no matter how many times this is remade, I'll always be the first Hodor. Sean Bean will always be the first Ned Stark. You know what I mean? It's, it's a huge honor. And I'm, I'm glad. Like, people love to say, oh, you're going to be people shouting Hodor at you in the street for the rest of your life. See, so, yeah, we'll bring it on. You know? Mm. Like, it's, it's better to be part of something like this than not be. Well said. You know? Who gets to do this shit? I, I'm so lucky. And I mean,
2: I know that it was sad for a lot of people last night, but part of, part of my feeling, um, wasn't just sad that I I didn't get feels because Hodor was, was being killed by whites. I I felt because it's just like, you think about what he did, you know, you think about the sacrifice and and this really is, is a, is a piece of it, but it doesn't change the overall, um, feeling, but I got to know, you know, like did did Hodor know? Did he know from the time he was a kid when this happened? Did he did he know that he that he was fated? Did he see Bran in that courtyard?
0: Yeah, I don't think he knew who he was though. Um mm. I I would imagine this is only my take on it. I would imagine that it was almost like he got his mind wiped when that happened I think part of his brain got fried basically the communication part yeah and I like to think probably his mind was wiped slightly as well and he's not gonna remember Bran um from all those years ago maybe maybe there was something but he surely didn't know how to articulate it and at that stage he'd relearned how to communicate with a word and just committed to being Hodor as we know him I think what about earlier in the season when
2: bran now i know that you haven't seen this episode but you did it so you probably remember it but um earlier in the season when bran looks at hodor Mm. and says willis your name is willis and there's that sort of sort of shadow of uh i don't want to say confirmation but just that he understood what bran was saying and he you know, it was like a to me. It was a very intimate moment. It was very
0: touching. Yeah, that that was a great moment. I loved that. Um, I don't think there might have been a shadow there, and that that was to, I deliberately did it that way to make people who were watching think, "Is he going to say something?" <laughs> or is he going to? Mm. Do... <laughs> but then I thought it would be it would be a little yet again. See, Game of Thrones has scarred me. It's turned me into a bastard. Um, it's gives him a little bit of hope, and then back to sadness again. You know. It's like a little flicker, and then back to back, back to the Hold whole on. ring. Yeah, that was a sad scene. I was really pleased how that came across as well. I thought it was great, man. Yeah, I didn't only watch that. I watched that scene. I didn't
3: watch the rest of it. <laughs> well, speaking of, of Willis, there was actually a question from uh, Mafervre on Twitter, or I think that's how you say it. But anyway, uh, they wanted to know, did you actually meet with Sam at all and, and talk with him about the character of Hodor.
0: Um honestly no. Um we've spoken over the internet, but I think he was like given my uh, given probably like D V D until to sort of like, <laughs> walk like this. Yeah, walk like that. But I mean they did such a good job of casting him. He doesn't he doesn't look like me when I was that age, but um just as Hodor looks in the show is like he's he's incredible. Um the way he moves. Everything. Yeah. What he did on on the ground in that episode last night. That's hard to say, man. You know, he's a talented actor. I, I, I suspect he has a... a, a... A future ahead of him. I'm just thinking about it getting bummed out. I'm sure there's I'm sure there's gonna be photo opportunities at a convention somewhere down the line to get a double hodor photograph.
4: <laughs> <laughs> double hodor. <laughs> oh my god, so intense.
3: Holding the door, right?
0: Oh yeah. That's gonna be it yeah. from, from now on. You need a door frame I'm in person line. Somebody's gonna carry
2: doors to cons now. It is known I <laughs> should let
0: you know that no, I I care. actually own a part of that door which is in my um my memorabilia box. <laughs>
4: Oh, As so you cool. should. Did they destroy it with like an axe after just strike the set? No, he,
0: he destroyed it. He crushed it uh, yeah. apart with his bare hands. My teeth. Good. <laughs> uh, no, there, well, truth be told, there was not only one door. It should have been really called the doors. There was about seven or eight doors. Good. Um, what? Yeah. Well, you mean, we didn't do it all in one teeth, buddy. <laughs> what? I know. It, just it wasn't well, live. You didn't
2: actually shoot that in the Great North?
0: <laughs> no, no. I actually, we, we actually film filmed that? that over three different locations, I believe. Huh. Yeah. The interior was in Bambridge. Um, the exterior was in Makarimoran Quarry, where the Knights, nice, where the, um, Castle Black is. And the interior was in the paint, or the, 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 close-ups were in the paint wow, that's so typical. Well, what, what about the crew
2: that was surrounding you? Was, was it like a skeleton crew oh, no, and and the it more? was a big
0: crew. It was, it was probably, right. it was the main crew. It was, it was the big the big unit dragon I think I would have
2: thought at some point that uh, a, a reveal of this size would be would be kept under wraps but I can imagine that the uh, the mood while you guys were filming this was pretty uh, was pretty mellow pretty somber
0: yeah it was and one of the nice things was um, it was either the day before or after or maybe it was on my birthday it was I was, I was like almost wrapped on my birthday um, and they allowed Isaac to be the one to wrap me which was really nice. That's cool. So it was—it was definitely an emotional moment, though I did not cry at, at the end of season four. Actually, I had a bit of a warble to myself for some reason as <laughs> as I uh, as I took, as I took my costume off for the for the last time. But no, it, it didn't get me this this time. Um, I think it's because I I really enjoyed the ending. Yeah, it felt right.
2: I know from earlier conversations, you're talking about the paint hall. Um, Belfast has has definitely been affected by the presence of Game uh, of yeah. Thrones, but. But it's not gotten any smaller. Like we're we're in season six right now, dude, and we're talking about no oh, this great new thing that happened that everybody is still going crazy over. <laughs> My question is, what it what it, what is it like there now? Like how have things changed if we were just like to up peep, update people on the still
0: wet, it's still cold. <laughs> um, still looks pretty much like Westeros <laughs> all the time. Um, it has got a lot more tourist friendly actually. I know there's a lot of companies doing that they, they have jumped onto that Game of Thrones bandwagon big style. Um Which is good. Ooh. Why not? I actually was doing an interview for a completely unrelated. It was a, it was a it was a DJ related thing, and of all the places they took me, they took me up to the Greyjoy Harbor. Ah, oh. yeah, and of course a coach arrives, and there is me sitting there with a video camera on me. Perfect. And all these tourists, man, there was a like lined up. I thought I was I was part of the tour. <laughs> Wait, we got a bargain yeah. we're, like,
4: we're at the Iron Islands
0: and there's Hodor, Hodor and the great lords. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah, There were that, actually people asked yeah. me go, why are you filming up here? And say, oh, <laughs> you should have
1: started you should have started the rumors." Oh, like, god. yeah, He's you guys should have found out about this King's mood?
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm real father. Hodor wearing <laughs> oh my god, it's... the driftwood crown. Can you imagine that? He's returning um, Theon's member in the form of, blood, of, of a blood, <laughs> blood sausage. Petra, who writes for
2: Watchers on the Wall, uh, asked a question. Hey, and I thought that this this, this would uh, particularly uh, root inside of the sorts of things that you're in love with. She says, there's a tradition of killing off the mentors slash caregivers of young protagonists to transition them to adulthood. Dumbledore to Harry, Kenobi for Luke. Do you think Hodor qualifies as another example of this?
0: I actually had tried to equate it, uh, equate it to different things in a similar way. Um, I don't think it's a similar character, but I understand, I understand where that comes from. Um, I, I, I definitely think this is important to Brown's progression, just as the deaths of those other characters were. were. Um, I think it somehow is going to be. I, I hope. It it affects how how uh Brown develops pers- personality wise, and maybe he's going to take his powers a little bit more seriously now, and he has to he has to be careful with them. Yeah, you know he has it. He so. has this great gift, and yeah, he he has to learn how to use it because so it has to be immensely important to the storyline. I believe that I think maybe the most important in the end. That's that's by the way, just my opinion. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I have to say that anymore because genuinely no one knows. I'd say, No, at this point, yeah. No, I, I have no clue what happens. Uh, you know, people are always sort of saying nudge, nudge, wink, wink when they're asking you questions. No, no, dude, I know no more than you do.
1: That's an interesting question, though, because I think we've talked about this before. I think that Bran can go so many different ways. And I, I think that we all hope that this is a lesson that he learns to not mess with time travel and to not put the people that you love in danger, but I also hope that it doesn't give him ideas for how he can manipulate exactly. the past.
0: Yeah, like, there's, there's the whole thing about how he, uh, people have said to me, if only Bran hadn't disobeyed his mother back in the day and not, climb, <laughs> not climbed that tower, that he wouldn't have saw those two make it out. It wouldn't have caused a huge issue between the Starks and the Lannisters. And all the the whole ball wouldn't have been set in motion there. Obviously, you would have still had the Daenerys stuff and the White Walkers, but that whole part of the storyline, which affected Bran and led to him being paralyzed, wouldn't have happened. Um, and God knows what would have happened. So if he goes back there and stops himself from climbing the wall, because uh, you know his legs are very important to him. Yeah. So like, who's to say? But well, that's what I'm saying. Hopefully, he learns that it's not to be messed with. <sighs> what a
2: powerful way for him to learn that lesson and not to make like i said before a minor character die off passively and that, that is a shame about natalia's character because it is. if hodor was a vessel that helped not only give care but usher bran into the next era of his thought process and the way that he handles his abilities that's a that, that doesn't get much more important to the series than that.
0: But Asha was important as well. I mean, I don't think without Asha, I don't think either Hodor or, or Bran would be where they are. They'd be dead. Yeah, exactly. Because she was, she yeah. was the, the feistiness. She was the streetwise that got us away from Winterfell. And it was just sad to see her being so quickly dealt with, honestly. Just dispatched by Ramsay at his leisure. She should have had the measure of him. You know what I mean? Yep. That, that was shit. yeah. No, I, I, mean, I would agree with Micah, that.
2: Micah and actually the whole cast really was just like, everyone's been been bothered by that by that particular scene. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm.
0: obviously, she's not going to be important in the storyline, I understand, but they don't spend that much time building her up to be this badass, wildling assassin. And I then-
3: know no, just send her to Dorne. you know, I have to talk about Dorne. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like
3: Voldemort, we can't, can't say it. can't say it I like, yeah, I like the conversation on the, sort of the progression of Bran's ability to warg, and now that he's lost both Summer and Hodor, oh, where God. does he turn?
0: Actually, do you know what? Let's talk about Dorne. I, I, I mean, I'm going to go on record here. I, I don't know why people hate it so much. Okay. Yeah.
1: Is that it? Like, do you do love you it? Have any- do you have anything
3: else well, to say? Are we going to see it again before the end of the season? I mean, I it's, it was in episode one and now we're at episode six. I don't love
0: it. But, I mean, I don't hate it like people are ripping their eyeballs, right? And throwing them on the nearest right. fire. Man, I think that the issue is. Look,
2: look at this. Look at how beautiful that scene was last night. Look at how beautiful that whole entire episode was. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it's just the bar is so high when you're surrounded by various scenes in Game of Thrones, and if if, if, yeah. if something doesn't quite hit the mark like the rest of them, it's just subject to. Intense trolling, intense trolling. It is. Screw right. me. Right.
0: Yeah. We I mean,
1: need something to be mad about this season. So you
0: still got, you still got another five episodes. I'm sure the internet will find something else to be upset about. Really pissed about. Yeah, I mean, I know my mother's view on it was she, uh, she was a huge book fan, and then with, obviously without any disrespect to George, because I haven't read the books, she sort of her interest sort of flagged off after book four a wee bit because um, mm. she was so mm. invested in all these characters, and then all of a sudden. There was a, a parallel storyline and all these characters who she really didn't give two fucks about. Um, and I think that's her, th- that's real. That was her. That was her take on it. Um, so she's really waiting for the next book to really bring it back to to the way it was. But I, I'm not, I'm not sure if that's going to happen. Is, is that a valid opinion? Because I don't really know because I'm not a book reader.
1: Yeah. That's how I felt, honestly, my first read-through of the series. And I my opinion has changed a little bit, as I, or a lot of it, as I've spent more time in the world. But my first read-through is absolutely
0: how I felt. I uh, see, for me, I have, a, I have a slightly different opinion on it as well, because I, I know Keisha very well and Jess, and they're both phenomenal actresses. Um, their characters are badasses. They are badasses. It's, it's, it's hard yeah. for me to watch them being slated so badly, because they're incredibly talented.
2: Well, maybe Hodor should... Go down to door, and after all, well, be on like a, a
0: leather mini skirt and a spear. Yeah, I think that'd do well. I'd well, be into it. That's yeah. Something I have done in the past, I'm sure most people know. <laughs> it wasn't on camera. Probably it was on the camera somewhere. <laughs> was before there was the camera was digital. <laughs> yes, thank God.
4: <laughs> thank God for physical prints. <laughs> I have a hypothetical question uh, now for you, Christian. Going back to what you were what you're saying about last night's episode, and and that you called it the jolt. Uh, that Brand sends to Hodor to, that gets him up and moving. And there were several times during this episode where I felt that Hodor had become, you know, unlocked and would and would not be stuck in that rut and would actually say something and have lines. And I, now I'm thinking how weird it would be to have Hodor still be alive. Of course, I'd I'd choose it any day over the fact that he's gone really? from the show. But but how how interesting it would be to have that character go around and and, and saying anything other than Hodor. Um, so my question to you is if, if, if that jolt had unlocked Hodor, what do you think his, his first lines would have been, uh, to Bran and and to, to the
0: group? Um, well, I think it would be very situationally, um, dependent. Um, like. Right, like it's really cold.
4: (laughs) Yeah, or else if
0: he was being asked to maybe carry me from that route over to that dead raven, I would say, fuck no. It's I'm okay. I'm, 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 com- I'm comfortable here. <laughs>
4: I I just love that idea. Like his eyes stop glazing over, and he's like, "Ah, fuck off." <laughs> Where's that bacon? We're talking about
2: bacon? Yeah, or else right do some probably
0: do some vocal exercises. Like, oh yo 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 yo, you know? <laughs> it's, been, it's, been, it's been a while. <laughs> I wonder what I wonder what his last word was as well. I wonder if we could. Figure that out. Mm. Oh my gosh. Obviously and I also want to go on record that I'm not fucking better that I've played hodor for five years and some little shit comes along gets more lines than I do and my own character. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask you that, but it might be a bit <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you guys
3: didn't didn't talk about the character at all? you just talked <laughs> over it's the internet, internet a bitter. <laughs> I've always been
2: But Christian, you did a fantastic job. You made a lot of people sad in a good way. Oh yeah. Well, good. That is good, and, and uh, you helped make this massively popular uh, TV show uh, uh, even more massively popular. So that's
0: very kind of you to say. I was
4: going to say, how does it how does it feel to be play, to have played the most? What is everyone's most favorite character from this TV um, series today?
0: I, I still don't see it that way. I just did what I did. Just did yeah. what I did. Um, it's definitely an interesting feeling being on the other side now. Um, but still, very much until today, felt involved. Whereas now I definitely feel like I'm, I'm finished. You're one of those guys. I'm one of those guys.
1: Unless you come back as a White Walker.
0: Unless I come back as a White Walker, which <laughs> I I doubt. Um Who knows? I don't think so. No, I don't uh, think could so. You imagine the
2: final battle. Like it's not like they're doing bad as it is, but now they've got like
0: Hodor versus One One, and it's just well, One One's gonna win. Well, yeah, One One. He's like a real giant, <laughs> not just giant blood. I would like to see, though, a fucking um, a White Walker Hodor versus the Mountain, though. Yeah. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. Someone please work on that fan art, please. <laughs> That's going to be our next poster. Do so you know what? I actually have from, oh, my God, I should totally put it on Twitter. I have a White Walker version of me drawn by a guy in Australia.
2: Okay, you have to do it.
0: Actually, I might like it for you guys if you want to put it up in there. Actually, do you know what? Yeah. I, that would be amazing. I just remembered I'm actually moving houses and it's buried somewhere. <laughs> <The chance> of, <laughs> so
1: we're never, yeah, gonna
0: you're see it. never gonna see it. I'll probably never see it again. <laughs> the chances of me digging it out are, are slim to
2: none. Well when you see it, ladies and gentlemen, you'll know. You'll know <laughs> the true fury, which is an undead horror. Yeah, it's
0: actually me and Bran. Um I think. Um, it's a picture of me eating brown's leg <laughs> <laughs> so, that's so awesome actually, payback's a bitch is <laughs> yeah. do you know what I'm gonna google this shit so
1: satisfying
0: <sighs> are you ready guys are you ready for this yeah I'm ready my body's ready so ready I'm ready oh my god it's actually amazing
4: I love this. Like, yeah. Holy shit! I'm so into this. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm so into this. Wow. There's like a, a sinewy, like piece of meat, like coming from. It's like a piece of your brain that's stretching out. <laughs> this is
0: amazing. Yeah. And I ha- that's I a have, tattoo uh, right I there. I love I'm it. Using one of his legs as a weapon. Uh, <laughs> hey man, you, you do what you can. <laughs> yeah, I, I no, The <laughs> minute I saw that, I was like, yeah, I kind of want that to happen. But here we are. <laughs> here we are.
2: You did get killed by an army of White Walkers, though. Yes, it did. And it's quoted somewhere. And that's what you always wanted. Someone said that today.
0: Apparently so. I've said I've said right? I've said a lot of things in six years. <laughs> <laughs> I, only, I only stand by forty percent of it. You're still gonna do that DJ thing, right? Oh God, yeah. Right? Oh God, yeah. I mean, that's that, that's my job. That's that's what mm-hmm. I do. Um, I'm off to the Philippines in a couple of weeks. Um, then. Um, I am going to San Diego Comic Con. Um, I'm going to be DJing around that area in general, mm. trying to make some money, because uh, no, I don't have an acting <laughs> job anymore. Um, yeah. <laughs> you don't have a job. No, I, I guess. Um, I have a movie coming up at the end of the year, uh, a possible Netflix series very shortly, um, some commercials coming up. You know, it's, it's all good. Um, it's all thanks to Game of Thrones. So I'll never forget that. Well, We'll all never
2: forget the amount of time and energy you put into Hodor, man. Well, thank you.
4: Well, yeah, we're just grateful. I mean, you you mentioned that you've said a lot over the last six years. We're very grateful that some of that has been to us. And uh, you're welcome to come back or and attend Hodor Week. Uh, Again, when is that? uh, It's gonna be Willis week this year. It'll be in November. It will will be Willis week. Willie's week. Um, I like the alliteration. Thank you.
0: It's it's gonna be quite sad this year. It's gonna be a posthumous Hodor week. Yeah. You know, is it memorial?
3: Yeah. That's quite sad. It's gonna be. Hodor White Walker week, maybe? Maybe. Oh, dear. Hey,
2: Morghulis, guys. Let's let's not be sad because it's over. Let's smile because it happened, right? (laughs) That's right. Let's do this Mm -hmm. again sometime, maybe when uh, you
0: come back as a White Walker. Don't
1: say that! Yeah. (laughs) Start the rumors now.
0: I am not backing that theory. You
1: heard it here first. You
0: heard it here, guys. Catch my arse. That's what you heard. (laughs) Bye, -bye, everybody. (laughs) Later. Until next time. Hodor! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I have the video via the front row of Chicago
4: oh god you've never uh, shared this with me at yeah because I'm waiting
0: for the right moment dear it's on our <laughs> it's on our Patreon feed isn't it I'm not no. sure
4: oh yeah you know what it is
0: it is it, it, it
4: was chapter chapter two chapter three it was early on